Ramble. Hey, TriFud listeners, before we get the episode started, we are doing a big best of episode that's a compilation of all your favorite moments from the podcast this year. And so what we're going to need from you is for you to go onto our social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, and fill out our Google form. I'm just going to say your favorite episode or your favorite part of an episode, a favorite bit, a favorite take from Keith, a favorite rant from Ned, anything and everything is great. So once again, if you love the tripod, you can help us out by going to our social media platforms and filling out the Google form on there to let us know your favorite moments from the podcast in this last year. Thanks so much, and here's the podcast. Welcome to another episode of The Tripod. You've got all your friends, the Triboys. Here's Zach the Smiler Cornfeld. Oh, hi. Eugene Only Whispers Lee Yang. Yes, that's me. Ned Daddy 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 Fulmer. Daddy Daddy Daddy. And of course, your host. Uh, not really, just me, Keith, and also Miles, everybody's favorite beautiful hero. We learned a lot about his mythos in the Summer of Tri video that came out this week. <laughs> the Miles Nation <laughs> is is strong yeah, and baby. seceding. Yeah, they're seceding from the Union. Whoa, is that <laughs> a thing? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's a rift. Yeah, we're gonna what learn from the mistakes of the past, and we're just gonna let you go. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, uh, it's an exciting week. <laughs> You know, it's it's oh, a yeah. few weeks till Christmas, mm. a few weeks till Hanukkah. It's going to um. start. It's starting to and has been snowing in many parts of our beautiful country. Mm. Not here, though. Off no. in the distance, though. Yeah. And, and the rain here has been quite wet. You can see the snowy Nardino Mountains. That's my nickname for the San Bernardino Mountains. <laughs> Ooh, I, I like, like that. What the Nardino Mountains? <laughs> Somehow it sounds offensive. Um, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, it's probably not the best name, but you know, you make your choices and you live with them. Mm-hmm. Well, it's an exciting day. We've got a lot of things to cover. Obviously, uh, TV shows are out. Movies are coming out. Star Wars is almost here. Ah! That's a week from, oh, it's a week from today it's when a, the podcast listeners are listening to this oh, episode is wow. oh, the last wow. Oh, wow. of the third Whoa. trilogy of the Ninology Whoa. that is Star Wars. This and is-, is now the time we should apologize for a, an incorrect thing in the Star Wars universe? Yeah, absolutely. So I found out because people have been emailing us uh, on one of our seven email accounts uh, that uh, the Mandalorian does not take place in the past. It takes five years after the events of Return yeah, of the Jedi. A liar. I was wrong. Yeah, which I, I'm surprised about. I was wrong. It yeah. takes a big man to admit he's Whoa. wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. I, a big man. I thought it was before the four, five, and six. I thought it was before one, two, and three. Well, technically, Keith, it's before episode seven, yeah. eight. Yeah, I know. I was wrong. Um, Wait, you thought Baby Yoda was actual Yoda? No, 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 no. I just thought that uh, the Oh, because you said before one, two, three. Yeah, I, like, I just oh, thought really in general, bad. it was supposed to be a grand... Precursor. I mean, you can't fault him for thinking it was a long, long time ago in a galaxy <laughs> far, far away. True. Yeah. I'm surprised it's not Yoda. I'll say it, and I'll be the man enough to say that I thought it was Yoda. No, but then it'd be, have to be like a reincarnation of him. Well, no, I thought it took place like <laughs> 800 years before every event. It is. Uh, and that's uh, why his armor is so shiny, because he's also <laughs> Boba Fett. 
<laughs> it all makes <laughs> sense now. I think that's a totally logical, uh, right? And it's called yeah. Baby Yoda from I, the first, from the end of the first episode too. You got nothing. We're not going to talk about the Mandalorian. Yeah. <laughs> I refuse. I'm putting okay. my foot down. It's you guys, right. you're starting the conversation talking about Star Wars coming out. This is like the fifth episode. I was just apologizing. I'm not having it. No, Zach hates Star Wars. You heard it here first. That's and, official. And Disney minus. <laughs> In Star Wars, there's a lot of secrets, and we know that fans who listen to this podcast, we like to dole out your fan secrets that you write in when you write a five-star review on our iTunes podcast store. Uh, so we have a special little secret from... Uh, uh, can I get a fake name from one of you? Wilbur Lil Greeny. Baggins. The Mandalorian. <laughs> the man- <laughs> Wilbur <laughs> Baggins we're is my not, favorite. We're not going to talk about Star Wars, but this is the Mandalorian writing in. <laughs> Wilbur <laughs> the Mandalorian Baggins. <laughs> yeah, Wilbur uh, the Mandalorian Baggins. Oh, uh, uh, I'll pass this to Eugene. Actually, wait. I was in a restaurant when we were in Seattle at the end of our tour, and I never told this on the podcast. On the podcast. On the podcast. What was going on? What was going on? I put some giardiniere on my podcast. I was in a restaurant, and there was like one of those like like slit dividers between us and the table over, so you could like see through it. And someone just came over to the slit. It was almost like a confessional, and she went, I don't have a secret to tell you in real life, but... I just wanted to say I like the podcast, <laughs> which was almost like if you see us, just tell us a secret in real life. That would be, that's what we want And now you hear. know what it's like to be Catholic. Yeah, it was, it was thrilling. Cool. Wow. Uh, so this is from Wilbur the Mandalorian Baggins. So I'm hoping that y'all read this review and read it on the podcast. And My name is, is Sober. Yeah, this, <laughs> yes, is a, this, okay. isn't, this right. isn't drunk. Yeah. Sometimes we read your junk email. This right. is a secret. This is okay, a secret. this is a sober <laughs> secret. Sober secret. secret. Sober <laughs> My name is, insert name given by one of y'all. Wilbur the Mandalorian, Mandalorian Baggins. Baggins. Mm-hmm. Wilbur the Mandalorian Baggins, and I am a music teacher in California. I literally listen and re-listen to the tripod every single morning when I drive to work and then when I go home. So, like, thank you for keeping me sane. As a music teacher, I spend the entire day listening to students and opening up my room during recess and lunch for them. This podcast just really helps my brain chill out for a minute. Sometimes I pretend to sit in the parking lot if I get to work early and put on my best serious teacher face and pretend that I'm listening to something really serious. (laughs) Oh yeah, here's my secret. I once ripped a juicy, juicy toot in my room (laughs) and another adult came in and smelled it, so I blamed a student. Oh, oh yeah, an, an easy and right thing to do. Yeah, yeah. that's right. I like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, shout out and props to uh, music teachers everywhere. Some of my favorite types of teachers. Well, I like all teachers, but music teachers have a special place in my heart. I'll have to say mm-hmm. too, if you can fill up a band room with one fart, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Yeah, they're res- normally some of the biggest rooms in the school. Powerful toot. <laughs> <laughs> they're very big rooms yeah. because they fit a hundred kids at a time mm-hmm. and a bunch of instruments. That's true. Yeah, and they're used to getting a lot of air blown around. That's what I'm saying. A lot of brass instruments have the Can right we insert a uh, tuba sound effect after <laughs> that joke that Zach just made? <laughs> wow, I, mean, I feel wow. like a little tuba would really accent that joke. <laughs> we, you know what I'm saying? I can repeat the joke. Yeah, and yeah, you yeah, can, yeah. Let's try it again. Let's I, try it again. Let's see if it's better what now. Did it, what was the thing I said? I said there's a lot of air. <laughs> yeah. And there's a lot of air blowing around. Pretty good. No. Oh, I thought you were gonna make good. it, man. We're not. We no, got. We have a, he did. We don't, we don't have a post-production budget. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I can't. Yeah, do it on the spot. Right, Miles I'll takes try it again. a whole that's, day that's, to edit down an hour Miles to fifty-five can, minutes. He so can I download think. a sound effect. <laughs> Look, here's the deal. We don't have a soundboard yet, but maybe in the new studio, I can have a fun Ooh. little soundboard. Ooh, that's right. We could install a soundboard. Yeah. yeah. So we're building out a new office, a new studio. It's exciting news. Uh, but one of the rooms is going to be dedicated to the podcast. 
Are you telling me we're not gonna film in this confusing <laughs> back room anymore? I love this room. Well, we'll still film here for uh, a, a, several a, months, a, perhaps a long time. Depends on how construction projects go, which notoriously run on time and under budget. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 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 That's a home renovation joke for you. I'll be here all wow, night. Wow. Thanks for that tuba daddy, accent, daddy, 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 daddy. daddy, Yo, daddy. When's the, when's the, uh, have you guys ever farted and blamed another try guy? Oh, have I ever farted and blamed one of you? Yeah, have yeah. we ever been in that situation? No, but I have definitely farted in an empty room and then somebody and then walked call each in other out. Like, oh no. Oh, there's Especially a level. When you watch someone walk right through the path. <laughs> You're like, uh-oh, oh, uh-oh. I think once you are at a sibling type relationship level with a friend, then you kind of do the opposite. You want to own your fart. In <laughs> fact, yeah. you want to just rub it in their face. Literally. I don't. I don't know about that. I normally just say, oh, guys, I'm sorry. Well, we had a thing on tour where we tried. To, oh, this is going to get gross. We're going to be doing gross fart talk now. All right. I mean, the, uh, Wilbur, the Wilbur Mandalorian bag of Star Wars or fart farts. Welcome to <laughs> gross fart talk with the tribe. Were we in New Zealand when Eugene was in a bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> it was just the two of us. And he came up to me. He's like, hey, man, before we go out there, I just wanted you to know. And he wound up his arms <laughs> like this and then, and then clamped down mm -hmm. and <laughs> and then walked out. <laughs> like you're like you're flexing. It was like a Superman like a flex. Man. Yeah, uh, with a big old fart let out, and it we laughed pretty, and laughed. Pretty glorious. Superman farted every time he flexed. <laughs> so our holiday our holiday party was just this last Friday. I'm How sorry, Miles. Are you not interested in that <laughs> conversation? <laughs> no, no, let's, go, just, let's keep it's going a on. Shout out to the big hilarious <laughs> holiday fart. <laughs> yeah, it was so funny. Yeah, we had our company holiday party, and it was nuts. It was, it was very fun. It got I lit. Uh, I don't know if you lit. guys saw on our, our Instagram stories, but our some of our staff, all of our staff, surprised everybody at the party with a choreographed Mean Girls dance. Oh, my God. It was amazing. The best. We're, we'll put that on our, our socials. Put it on Instagram, yeah. uh, IGTV for sure. Oh, yeah. It was very, very cute. Uh, I was very... Uh, I don't know. It's like a very special, sweet moment. It was like, oh, yeah. how nice. This is so cool. And it was, you know, we've been doing this for almost two years. And to have a little, you know, staff that puts something special together, puts a nice little performance together. Right. That like a, a community has mm -hmm. built up around our office in a way that is now like big. Like we didn't we didn't know that was coming. I feel kind say, of. The, the pride I imagine that parents feel in a different way where I'm like, wow, my little babies are growing up and they have a life of their own and they're doing all this shit without yeah. it. They're like, yes, of course, they are all full grown human adults. Mm -hmm. And of course, they have lives of their own. But to see them interact together and create something was, was really yeah, create something for the people. It was touching. Also, we found out that like they were very upset that we were working until the end of the day on Friday. Because uh, they wanted to rehearse. Oh, yes. And they were oh and shoot. Last week was filled with lots of lies and surprises that you'll all find out about later in this release schedule. <laughs> but last week was so, there were so many secret plots happening. And one of them was that the office was trying to find time to rehearse. So when we went and were on the Matt Pat live stream last week, that was their main rehearsal. Mm. 
And that's why that that's why YB was here. And she said she had a meeting with Rachel. And YB's just sitting on the couch, which YB's never sitting on the couch. She's he also she's been working from <laughs> home because we've had all these videos coming out. And I go, Oh hey, YB, what's going on? She's like, Oh, not much. I'm like, What are you doing here? She's like, Oh, I have a meeting with Rachel. I'm like, Oh, cool. What about? Yeah. <laughs> and I Should was we, just uh, I be involved. <laughs> I was just unintentionally grilling YB <laughs> because I was just like so excited to see her because not everybody's in the office because we have so many videos we're working on right now. Mm -hmm. Sam and Kaylin led the choreography teaching. Yeah, that's correct. <sighs> I, so good. <laughs> I, I was watching the performance and I was like, everyone's following Sam and Kaylin. Yes. Sam is very into it. Yeah. Sam was having a great time. <laughs> I saw everyone put on holiday hats, Santa hats, and I was like, are we about to get mean girled? And I said it as a joke. And then it happened. Mm. Well, Becky came over and she said, Keith, you need to sit down. I'm like, why? Just sit right here. Why? And then no one would tell me why. And she knew. But she but, got you first. But she made me just sit down. I was just sitting for 10 minutes while nothing happened. And, and she also she like sat me down and then turned away from me and talked to Maggie. And I'm like, <laughs> why am I sitting down? <laughs> I started getting very frustrated. Like, why? I was having a great conversation over there. And then I also thought someone was going to get proposed to. And then I thought, who the oh. fuck would want to propose now? <laughs> yeah, at the Dry Guys holiday party. Like, this is not a romantic experience. <laughs> but I was sure I was like, dimly lit god. back far. I was like, oh god, Miles is going to propose. I'm like, oh no, maybe, maybe Elliot's going to propose. Oh god, who could it be? And I started looking at all the couples and trying to figure out who was being the most nervous. That's so funny. And it was not a proposal. No. There was I'm also pretty sure Elliot's already engaged. Yeah, he got engaged. I thought so too, yeah. And yeah. I was like, that's why I was like, I thought he was like, wait, no. Wait, I think no, they're, okay, no, no, no. so then. Uh, but it was so uh, cute. Your girlfriend was very upset that I did not remember her name on the podcast. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, did that come up? No. <laughs> Eugene no, brought it up. I, she, like, I, tore into me about it. I'm like, in front of her. I have met you twice. First of all, no, you have not. You've I have not met twice. her more than four times. But I thought it was funny that Eugene brought it up with Ned standing there. Like, Ned doesn't know you. I hung out with your girlfriend a bunch, and I'm like, I am going to make no indication that I've ever forgotten your name. <laughs> so she hasn't listened yet. Be nice. No, she doesn't listen. Does she know we all forgot her name, oh, or was so it just really, Ned? No, she knows she doesn't listen. I remembered it. It's yeah, but it took you. She knows that Keith knows Wait, so name. if Eugene hadn't said anything in the moment at the party i would have gotten away scot-free yeah well oh, maybe but, and your girlfriend's a, name is rochelle right <laughs> yeah her name is joaquin phoenix <laughs> i just thought it was just a natural question like oh miles basically created the tripod you ever get to listen to it you know we talked about you during one <laughs> right. like mm -hmm. you know she, she just listens sometimes i tell you it's really great just fire it up in your car anytime you turn your car on you turn the tripod on that's how cars work these days is this <laughs> an ad for the tripod <laughs> Yeah, man. We should name all of our tripod episodes with A's, like a bunch of A's. That way, when you start your car, it's the first song that plays. Oh, yeah. A001. A A A001. A buddy of ours, Samir, made something. I forget what it's called, but it's like a blank song. And it's A A A A. And it's 10 minutes of nothingness so that you don't have your favorite song ruined for you when you get in the car. smart. It used to be A Punk by Vampire Weekend for me, which is a song that I love, but it played every goddamn time I turned my car on and I started to hate it. And then Maggie's car played Burn Up by the Jones Brothers. And every time I got in the car, I would get stoked. And then she would get pissed. And I'm like, no, you better leave that song on. Oh, also, I got sent Jonas Brother beer this week. That's a Yeah, that was cool. Were you here for that, Eugene? Yes. I got uh, uh, Coors. Well, I'm not going to give them the free advertisement. Fuck it. Coors. I love Ma Coors Light. 
I'll How give it to them. The Taste of the Rockies. It's well, somebody, of course, clearly listens because they sent you this beer. <laughs> it's it's uh, uh, instead of the mountains, it's just the Jonas Brothers faces. Uh, ah. I bet our faces would look real good on those mountains. Yeah, I bet if Coors Light wanted to put our faces on some bottles mm-hmm. and send them our way, <laughs> that wouldn't be unappreciated. I bet you'd get an Instagram story from At me least. tagging oh, you. Mm. I'll also take Coors Banquet. <laughs> which, I did like Coors Banquet. Which I prefer. And a tr- all access trip to the for Jonas two Brothers. people to the Jonas <laughs> Brothers concert in Denver, Colorado. Well, speaking of your songs that you love, we always end our parties with karaoke bars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. <clears throat> and it's interesting. I don't know <laughs> what your history with karaoke. So, Korean people and Asian people, like Filipinos and Koreans especially, and Japanese people actually, are obsessed with karaoke. Yeah. So in my house growing up, I had two karaoke machines. In my stepfather's house, he has seven karaoke machines. Wow. And you can play the music from every floor while you're so performing good. the basement. He has a disco ball that comes down. This is like what? huge cultural thing for Asians. <laughs> we just love karaoke. No, no, no. White people discovered karaoke about four years ago. <laughs> well, it's also called kare- karaoke, which is a Japanese word. Every time I say it like that, you get very <laughs> <laughs> I probably I'm said it incorrectly, too. I don't too. say it like that ever. You've told me, Eugene, that, that your your stepfather's karaoke would play into your bedroom. He put speakers in every room so you could hear what, <laughs> what music he would play from either his computer, his phone, or the karaoke machine. So I, it was mainly Celine Dion, which is why I love Celine Dion so much. Mm-hmm. I grew You'd be up like with trying that. to fall asleep during his parties. Yeah, and he could, he'd blast it so we couldn't fall asleep. He also wanted us to party with him. My stepdad's crazy. But um, <laughs> I'm crazy curious. Fun. Well, what, what I, I'm curious about, and you had this experience recently with Maggie's birthday, I just assume everyone is organically designed to love and appreciate karaoke. Yeah. That everyone, like even nervous Asian people, Weird, go right? up and sing songs. Mm-hmm. But then I started seeing things with non-Asians who like are not into singing in public. And it's like a, it's like a minority of people who like karaoke. I don't think that's what I've been trying to tell you guys this whole time. (laughs) I love karaoke. (laughs) Like we like karaoke. I'm I'm a performative guy that likes getting on stage, and I don't even always want to sing in public. Like there are many, many people who are absolutely mortified at the thought of singing in public with very minimal accompaniment. And the fact that the words are on the screen doesn't help that much. Yeah, I did I wasn't Your aware of that. Holiday party, you probably what? don't wanna sing. In public with all of your coworkers. Now, if you have enough soju, anything can happen. Right. That's what and helps we us. Did. Yes. What other like what other activity like for a holiday party even makes sense? Like you could go slip bowling. And slide. You could, you could slip and slide, yeah, I, mean, I guess. Ice skating. But mm-hmm. I think that the why karaoke is so good is it's basically a bar. Yeah. yeah. With one with a light added performance and you don't have to sing when especially when there's like 40 people in that bar like you can get away with not singing but mm-hmm. it's so funny and also nobody knows the bridge to any song <laughs> which is my favorite yeah you're watching. encouraging people to get very drunk and just let their inhibitions yes. go right mm-hmm. like when you're saying hey jump up on stage and sing you're saying hey just go nuts yeah yeah but i just have found now that a lot of people don't like won't do it they just yeah, won't do it won't at do all it. even if they're drunk they won't do it but I guess now it's like not everyone is into like public performance, which makes total sense. But it was just interesting for me growing up because like people who are shy and don't are not performers still did karaoke. Yeah. 
like in the family. Some people don't <laughs> even like talking to other people at parties. <laughs> what makes you think that everyone's going to want to not only talk, but sing, not only talk to one person, but sing to everyone? Well, I mean, it's interesting because Asian people notoriously are like, we are more rigid when it comes to social mm -hmm. things. Like we don't just talk to random people. Like culturally, it's we're more, uh, we're more reserved. But karaoke, everyone just does it. So it's interesting. There's a disconnect there. It's a, it's like the opposite of yeah. Western culture. You guys are, we'll talk to anyone, but then not go up on stage. I would talk to everyone. Yeah. That's why when you see all the videos of people drunk in like Japan doing karaoke, it's all like businessmen and stuff. Like uh -huh. they just do it. I wanted to tell you guys a story about my dream last night because of a very specific moment that made me, I woke up and I was like, why did I subliminally think of this? I was at, a show in a casino and Lou Berger was setting up for the show. However, everyone was late except for me. And we also had like a 10 piece band uh, that was nice. playing and they were all waiting on Huey to show up because Huey slacker. normally runs our tech. Finally, he shows up at the time we're supposed to go on. So we start doing tech right there. And I just said to Huey, Huey, you really fucked up, man. <laughs> and he goes, I fucked up to uh, like, I got, <laughs> it's like, it was that fucking monkey puppet. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, I get that that puppeteer. I just got stuck in the show. That like purple monkey puppet. It like drove me. I couldn't get out of the show. And I'm like, what? You're, are you talking about Jeff Dunham? <laughs> the ventriloquist who has a purple monkey puppet. And in my dream, Huey Stonefish was in Vegas, went to see <laughs> Jeff Dunham's like awful ventriloquism oh, yeah. show and couldn't leave. And my brain last night in my dream decided that was a storyline it wanted to write for me to like experience. And it, I haven't thought about Jeff Dunham in so long and I'm, I'm upset that you've brought that thought back into my mind. That's why I was like, there's no <laughs> reason for me to have thought of this man. He was a sensation. You know who it is. Jeff Dunham was the the comedy the stand up puppeteer. I just said I didn't know who it was. He used to be a comedy central all the time. Oh, let me stop you. I don't give a shit. You know, there's another. There's like a new Jeff Dunham. They advertise him at the Burbank Airport, and it's yes. another guy who does puppet comedy that is clearly racist. Oh no! <laughs> it's like oh, no. it's just following in the footsteps of I'm going to do racist caricatures, but it's with puppets, so we're gonna laugh about it. Fuck it's weird. Guy. It's weird how like puppet culture. <laughs> there's Go a, on. <laughs> there's yes, a, I'm very ready. There's a there's a disparate gap in our perception of high versus low in puppetry because the Muppets and Jim Henson and Sesame Street are like like top tier gold star level media and entertainment. And then there's like nothing in between. And then there's people, I guess, sitting in a comedy bar with their hand up a butt of something making racist jokes. I don't know. It's just it's hard for me to 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 bring those two together. But it's one of the, the mediums that I just feel like I'm sitting here like adoring. Right. On the one hand, you're dark, dark crystal. crystal. And then on the other hand, I'm like, oh, I don't want to go to that show with that guy. The the, the right. The, I don't the know. Difference is ventriloquism <laughs> versus pure puppetry. Pure puppetry. Oh, yeah, is I about guess if you the see their face. Character. Ventriloquism is about the ventriloquist. But I, I right, get like, uh, South Park. Oh, so this Jeff I mean, Dunham guy's a ventriloquist. You know, Avenue Q. Oh, okay. He, okay, but he uses a puppet. Right. Yeah. But also, I wouldn't go to someone's puppet show. Are you guys not going to come to my holiday puppet show? Yeah. I would absolutely come to your <laughs> holiday puppet show. Yeah. Zach's no Hanukkah show, puppet show. I'd rather okay. go to a puppet show. I'd be upset that I wasn't involved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, I bet you would. Should we make a try guys, try puppeting, parentheses, not racist puppets? <laughs> we, that would be cool. Yeah. I saw that Tyler Oakley, I think, just like had a puppet of himself made. And I'm like, oh, we should what? have a try guys puppet set and do an entire video <laughs> as puppets. Yeah. <sighs> oh my God. Yes, Whoa, that's right? the dream. That's great. I think you guys should do like a claymation holiday special, like wow. try guys fast Whoa. food taste test. Don't, don't put that out in the world. We can't get that done in the next week <laughs> yeah, and a half. That's a great tough. Save it for next. Tell me in January, and I'll be like, that's a great idea. We'll oh. get started on it. Well, we really enjoyed doing play with dolls, where we got to improvise on the fly yeah. scenes with these characters. So might as well like we should just have puppets at the ready, at on hand. And then ah, if one of us is out of our wow, wow. good, wow, All right, well, on hand. This has been the tripod. <laughs> <laughs> if one of us are out of office that day, we just throw in a puppet. No one would know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, time we're out. <laughs> that actually is a great idea. <laughs> oh, or even just to say like, and I'm going to be sitting this one out. Doop, 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 I mean, doop. I'm not going to be here next week for the podcast, I don't think. So could you get a, a puppet replacement for <laughs> me yes. by then? And it's someone that looks kind of like you and is doing your voice, but is not you. Like the puppeteer, I mean. Right, yeah. We're uh, nominated for show of the year again at the Streamies this year, which is awesome. And I believe it's the day after you're listening to this. But uh, Keith and Eugene will not be present. They can't. They both are unable to come to the award show. So I've been thinking about either replacing you with puppets or having stand-ins with paper masks. Mm. Oh, I like both that. Ideas are great. If we could get a puppet in time, because I want to walk the red carpet with different versions of you. Mm -hmm. What's Grant from College Humor up? <laughs> yeah, we always oh, should just get your doppelgangers. Yeah. yeah, and we'll get Lucy Liu. Ooh. Oh, I love Lucy Liu. <laughs> 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 My dream was a little different last night. Yeah, you had a I, good one. I, I dreamt. So Wes woke up at four a.m. and then he wouldn't really go back to sleep. I think it's because I fed him some boba tea. Which is probably not good <laughs> not, for babies. It's caffeinated. Learn my lesson. Yeah. Uh, but then when I fell back asleep, I had this like dystopian wasteland dream. It was like I was in Water World because everyone was competing for water and fuel, and like I was on this wagon, <laughs> like shooting at people and like fending people off, but everyone was like competing for resources because it was the end of the world. And there were these like, these like just shadowy figures that didn't really have faces that were oh. trying to steal everything. Oh, like Mad Max versus like Dementors kind of. Yeah, it was like Mad Max with Dementors. Wow. Cool. Sounds good, actually. It yeah. was exciting. It mm. was a real, real back and forth there for a little while. Is this dream? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. I guess I never taught you guys about this, but I I think like ninety five percent of my dreams are nightmares. Oh, that's like, like my brother Brian. Horrible nightmares. Yeah, horrible. But nightmares. I'm just used to them now. But yeah. I've just I'm just like I have to rack my brain to think of like a good dream I've ever had. Well, give us a, a normal dream for you. I mean, last week I had this weird dream where I was in a factory where I was being forced to sew these like weird like these like stretchy fabrics together by this. Almost weird. Okay, another Harry Potter reference, but like this um, Umbridge esque like dictator in this factory, and then it dawned on me slowly that it was human skins. Oh my yeah. god! But all the human skins were of people of color, so there was this like really weird thing, and then some of it were my family's because I would like come across my sister's face. Oh my god! But yeah, but I mean, I just kind of woke up and was like, oh, <laughs> that's the, an uh, intense. There's a lot of dream. There's a lot of stuff there to unpack, <laughs> mm -hmm. but I've, I've just gotten really used to just having nightmares. But so I'm not like scared anymore afterwards. I'm just mm -hmm. like, oh, okay, that was 
a strange one. Like yes. that one. That one was really weird. You should yes. keep a dream journal because that's like some intense, dope shit. Well, my main one movie. growing up was my teeth falling out. Like every other night, I would dream those. by the end that my teeth would fall out, and occasionally oh, yeah. that my dick would fall off. Wow. <laughs> that was <laughs> funnier. Yeah. But a lot of people. <laughs> someone told me once that all that represents like great change in your life. Well, teeth falling teeth. out, I think, is you're worried you're gonna die. Well, right? it's one of them. I just googled I it because I know it's one of the most commonly occurring dreams, and yeah. I've heard that. Teeth are like, it's like an exposed bone basically in your mind. And that's part oh. of like the fear of vulnerability is like you can see your inner skeletal self. Literally mm -hmm. never happened to me, but <laughs> like shadowy figures chasing me all the time. That's, yeah, it's yours. Uh, teeth, they say often could indicate uh, dealing with some kind of loss or abrupt change or end in your life. Huh. Uh, fucking who mm -hmm. knows. Shadowy mm -hmm. figure. I don't know if I have. What does it say ones. about um, somewhat racist uh, ventriloquists? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Try, this this podcast called Try Guys Google the first result of dream <laughs> definitions. There you go. And go no further. I had a dream about a racist ventriloquist. Wow, the first article is how Tr Jeff Dunham's offensive puppets became the voice of Trump's America. We're gonna we're gonna move on from oh, that's that. That's what it's wow. about. The I, impeachment hearings. Oh maybe. Oh, maybe. It's about all the mm, discord in the nation right now. And now Ned knows who Jeff Dunham is. <laughs> if we're moving on from dreams, which it seems like we are, I've got a bone to pick. <gasps> Keith, Keith's been picking bones the last two weeks. I have I, beef. You have bones to pick. Oh, that's what <laughs> I have beef, and that's my thing. But you can have Zach's bone picking moment. Or, this is Zach's boner oh, of the week. There you go. There <laughs> it is. There it is. I I got a pretty pretty hard on oh, bone to pick with with <laughs> Forbes. God, Every Forbes. year, Forbes. Forbes lets out the 30 under 30 list. I'm a 29 year old man child boy beautiful boy and i'm gonna tell you what this might sound like a brag and maybe it is i have three friends on that list i know three people in my life in my orbit yep. who made the 30 under 30 list am i happy for them of course am i proud of them you bet sure <laughs> sure sure <laughs> but am i a little confused and miffed you betcha because i i know what they're up to and i know what i'm up to and i think i'm doing pretty damn good <laughs> i will say you're a number one new york times best-selling author thank you you're an international touring sensation thank you you have over almost seven million subscribers on your youtube channel independently you own a company damn right uh you have a, a beautiful tiktok presence you hear that forbes <laughs> I did. I did. I texted Zach the night that came out. Oh, this out. was great! And totally out of the blue, I just said, "You're my thirty under 30. Hey. <laughs> just because I was also like, "Why is Zach not on this list?" I'm. I missed the the boat. I, I had my success just too late to be under thirty yeah. and be yeah. like. Let's super be good. clear. I am way more successful at twenty nine than you guys were. Absolutely, and and like <laughs> I was mad for you because if you if you got it, it's kind of done a, it. Yeah, it's like a victory like, for us. We could live through you. Like we're thirty two. years old man we've had to you're make old peace. you're done we had to make peace with the fact that ah you know what maybe this year isn't my year maybe this year isn't my year and we do that 10 times well really 22 i wasn't expecting much but no i was not i did not deserve it till maybe 29 but even then <laughs> i i hear you just gotta know a forbes editor or something well, anyway shout out to ross liz and caroline very proud of your accomplishments <laughs> okay. you're, you're great friends i value you and your yeah. uh congrats i think it's cool i mean there's obviously i mean there's probably there's thousands and thousands and thousands of people who are crushing it under 30 years old and, i know i i know. read that list every year and i'm like this is crazy there i mean i don't know it is expanding the number of people it's not yeah. just 30 people anymore yeah. it's like 
30 people in in tech specialized automotive technology yeah. for yeah. trucks that's what i'm saying there's there was there probably was 30 under 30 in new media you're telling me i couldn't crack that nut I know. And that's, that's why I'm I got saying. a boner over here. Yeah, you got yeah. a bone to pick. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It's funny because like I am one of the people nominated for 30 Under 30 for new media. So it's weird that you're not nominated. Miles, shut the fuck up. Yeah. No, the it, Miles Nation. Miles, it's for shut the, the fuck the up. <laughs> Miles, shut the fuck up. There was a moment where I'm like, oh my God. What was that? I also I, was like, whoa. I thought, first of all, before you said that, I was going to say, Miles, you're our only hope now. We're going to put all the eggs in your basket. But after that joke, you can go to hell, Miles. Boom. Bring in the tuba. What is, what, what is Miles? 24? Uh, well, six. Pete, well, you guys joked that I was 22 on the podcast, and all these people were like, I can't believe you're 22. It's like, I've been working here for like almost two years. When would I have gotten that job? I'm 26. It's a joke. He's 17. I'm 17 and a half. Yeah. 26. So you got three more years. Yeah. I bet. Can we? Eugene's looking at that list right now, trying to confirm that all of them are more, more impressive than me. <laughs> I bet you there's one of them that I'm more successful Here's the at. thing. We have... Three years left to get Miles on that list. Yeah, and if there, we can maybe. get Miles on the list, now. that means we're on the list. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So what sort of crazy honors should we just start making up and giving to Miles so that he has just a crazy uh, list uh, of accomplishments? Uh, director of uh, new projects. Yes. Hey, wow. Yeah. Give me wow. a title bump, baby. Uh, yeah. uh, at Second Try, Miles has been the director of new projects such as um, new things. What about you just make me president? Because you guys are the CEO in charge of all revenue. <laughs> yeah, make me okay. president. All right, Miles. <laughs> um, Ned no longer so, likes this joke. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think Vice president. We can still get the cover of Vanity Fair. Yeah, you can do that so. at any age. Yeah, I'll there are other accolades. No, we I can think rack it's, up. it's tough because uh, there's like we don't really fit in a good category, right? They have like actors. All right, that's not us, right? There's ah. there you got like you have to be media, right? There's YouTubers, but then. I mean, really, like, there's yeah, like, I think the issue is that oh. you you would have had to have someone push you forward as media, as opposed to Hollywood and entertainment. Yeah, because all of your all of our contemporaries are under Hollywood and t- entertainment. And like media Liza Koshy, is so much usually like I'm digital a journalist, people. or I'm like a yeah. founder of this app. That or their first like byline is producer of something. Also, let me be clear. Despite my my uh, uh, faux outrage, it's very clear that my success is buttressed by uh, some over 30 people and that just clearly disqualifies me i i i'm i'm using the aid of those who are old and <laughs> and withered and i'm yeah. sucking their life force to yeah. make my like under little, 30 like a little mentor yeah oh maybe that's your dream maybe, maybe. i'm the jeff dunham uh-huh. <laughs> exactly <laughs> i uh well anyway my life's over i'm about to turn 30 and uh, i'll never make the list you won't be 30 until next later on I forgot year, yeah. I, I told Maggie and I'm like ah well I got one more year and she's like what are you talking about I'm like well I'm 28 oh I'm 29 no <laughs> it's hard to remember how old you are sometimes is that is that that must be common right I forget my age constantly no not once you turn 30 you know I don't know I think I, I'm like counting I'm make. I'm just making sure I'm like what 30 am I right now because 32 you're only you're getting closer to 40 mm. I'm excited for 33 
uh, because I didn't think it was an important birthday until Eugene had his 33rd and it was super dope. And I'm like, you know what? It is because there's two threes in a row. So that's cool. So that means it is good. So I don't know what I'm going to do yet for my 33rd. But I also feel like I lost my 32nd because the book came out and it was just like it wasn't. And it, and it was an amazing gift, right, to have published a book on your birthday. That's actually pretty dope. But I didn't get the party that was all about me that I felt like I needed. You love to party. I do love to party. You're a party boy. I'm a little party boy. And uh, what'd you find out? Matt? I was trying to <laughs> look at every single person's profile and find something to criticize. And you're like, oh, they're all pretty impressive. And then they were all pretty remarkable. There's some very remarkable people and on that list. And then the people yeah. that I wanted to criticize, I didn't. I felt bad about. Yeah. But there were some people that I thought you were far more remarkable. You think than. Jeff Dunham was on it? I'm, like, no. <laughs> I'm just gonna see. Like <laughs> the only okay, so Jeff Dunham is on a Forbes list. No, but it's the 2012 Celebrity 100 Earnings Forbes list. Oh. He was number 90 for making 22 million dollars in 2012. That's number 90. And his his um, my favorite thing is just <laughs> one of his bio. He developed a knack for ventral goods at age eight when his parents gave him his first dummy. Today, he builds his own dummies, including the popular Ahmed the Dead Terrorist, <laughs> who has garnered some 150 million views on YouTube. Ugh. He, he developed oh, his puppetry at age eight and developed his racism at age 10. I mean, oh, I'm sure that his God. parents helped. <laughs> well, make the puppets? No. Here's <laughs> the, ju- here's the junk about it here. Zach, I think you're remarkable. Thanks, And man. I just hope that, you know, it doesn't have to be capped off under 30. You're going to... You're going to show the world. I'll be 31 over 30. I'm going to make my own 30 under 30 list. Do it. And it's going to be Keith's people who are dope under 30. And Uh, sometimes it's going to be people who are over 30. Unfortunately, (laughs) it will not publish till next year and I will have missed the cutoff. No, 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 no. no. I I can have it come out in the summer right before your birthday. (laughs) (laughs) July 25th. Publish. Just be be Zach 30 times. Uh, That dream probably came from the fact that I am going back on tour. So I'll be on tour uh, in Chicago on this coming Tuesday and then St. Louis on the next Thursday and then Phoenix on the next Saturday so you can catch me if you're in one of those areas. That's, that's probably why I'm dreaming about being late for performances is I have like three more this year. Keith can't stop, won't stop. Yeah, don't don't miss your flight. And I also got to talk about it on the podcast because that's how like half of the audience on my last <laughs> shows knew about it. So they were <laughs> that's like, awesome. And they also said, I, I know that we're going to do this favorite moments thing in, in the next couple of weeks, but their favorite mm-hmm. moment was the giant but fighting bugs episode. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That was so random. Oh, I loved yeah. that one. That was good. So it's yeah. very funny for someone to be like, I loved it when you talked about big bugs. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, the <laughs> fighting bugs? I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you well, guys want to plug anything else for yourself? Well, yeah, we may should. not have gotten 30 for 30 with uh, under Forbes or whatever, but we there is still a chance to go two for two at Try Guys Show of the Year. Make sure to tweet. You have one day. Uh, yeah, one day. So do it, do it today. Uh, <laughs> and probably the voting cuts try off. Try guys at, like, for soon. streamies. Uh, no, it's it's no. hashtag vote try guys at streamies. Oh, hashtag vote try guys at streamies. Or just retweet one of us. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> well, you know. <laughs> We won last year, so I don't think we're promoting that hard because we feel like other people should also win. So we aren't like yeah, pushing. I'm fine with I'm fine with one, you know everybody. The deserves. support is very well. Very I much want a three peat. You guys keep saying that. I'll put it out there into the universe. <laughs> wait, yeah, wait. I, I want to be the most hated <laughs> villain. I want to be the Patriots of. 
digital <laughs> award shows. The three of us were talking and I was like, we probably shouldn't go like too hard in the paint this year because like that's kind of like people are going to think we're dicks, right? And Ned's like, hell nah, we going to win this again. Nah. <laughs> and then as soon as he walked away, Eugene and I were like, yeah, we're not, I mean, we should try that. <laughs> I mean, we should, we should, we should give it a, we should a, try. a, good, a good fight. And also, it's really not up to us. It's up to our fans. It's, it's more for them than for us. And our show is really good. It's pretty good. Our, I mean, I, I, I winning show of the year is odd because we have many shows on the channel and right. and like and a lot of those people also who were up for that like even like Rhett and Link who've been up for it like they do have a clear show and that like oh okay well there's one show that they make but we have like six shows yeah but if we're up for a creator of the year then we have to go up against Dobrik and we don't want no, that no we don't want that no we don't want that see see it, he's not mad about always winning that's true do we hate him no we respect him okay who's one person we should beat this year Whoa! Wow. Well, we might win Ensemble, and by now we would know because uh, they moved Ensemble to the uh, off televised awards show, which means we might finally win it. <laughs> now that it's That's not good. important. Now that it's not as important as the, all the other main categories, they might give it to us. They might still not. I In fact, I think that that Mr. Beast should probably win Ensemble oh, because their yeah. show is all ensemble based <laughs> as well. This year. Yeah. Uh, and what's the category you guys always wanted to be nominated for? Editing. <laughs> Editing. Editing. Did that peak? <laughs> Probably. Oh, yeah. Well, we do. Our editing, I think our editors are amazing. Our shows mm. have different edit styles between the shows. Right. I just do not understand. And no respect to Emma Chamberlain. I think she's. Wait, funny. you said no respect? Uh, no, no disrespect. disrespect. No, dis no, no respect. <laughs> no, I, I just don't understand. Like, choppy. She won, she won last year. She won. And she was, I, her yeah. editing is funny. But it's not as complex as weaving together a ton of footage for like without a recipe. And, and, like, and to give people some context, like we are 99% positive. A lot of our peers who we think are great probably do a very minimal amount of notes personally for editing yeah. and also work with, you know, great editors. But with us, we have a tendency to go through a billion rounds of notes with really fantastic craftsmen craft people in this area get recognized for wasting all that time <laughs> making a project marginally better because it is marginally better we hope everyone yeah. listening appreciates it so it's an unsung art exactly you know what here's what i'm kind of gathering is that there's some injustices in the world we weren't nominated for editing we haven't won ensemble and i'm not 30 <laughs> under 30 so we're gonna win show of the year again this that's year right. Three you know Let's go. You know Come on. we're gonna win the one that we can help engineer to win <laughs> <laughs> well or, or give a vote to tiny meat gang i don't care speaking of 30 <laughs> under 30 and the future 2021 winner miles bonsignore uh, he'll probably win for giving uh, the best advice that can go for Miles mm. with Miles Bonsignore. Howdy, y'all. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. Welcome to my hometown, <laughs> Milesopolis. Oh, wow. okay. The, the most so Western sounding. Why is it a metropolis? It's a big city, but you're a small town boy. Do y'all want to <laughs> light your house on fire? <laughs> no. no. And breathe it into your little sinus? This one's getting me hard. Smell the smells of baked beans. I do like baked beans. And enjoy the flame of heat so hot it'll burn your little tush. Don't lose the I'll accent. Stay committed. What are you talking about yet? Get candles. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's the advice? 
get candles. Go to Target and get candles. Candles smell good. They provide light and brightness and they smell nice. (laughs) You should have a candle in the bathroom. You should have a candle in the bedroom. You should have a candle in the dining room. (laughs) And if you got enough candles, it's going to smell real nice. It's my favorite one you've done. <laughs> this one's good. Let me also take a moment to say we were not nominated for podcast of the year, and right now oh, I can't imagine man. how that's possible. <laughs> I, especially after this that. This character is my favorite one, and I fully think you should just make a like hyper short form YouTube series called "Advice to Go for Miles," where you just do this type of character and just direct to camera, sixty second long videos. You know, partner, what, what flavor do candles come in? Orange. <laughs> <laughs> I actually get black bamboo and brown sugar chestnut (laughs) (laughs) and vanilla birch and coastal driftwood. Becky just buys expensive candles. I I do believe you need to spend more than 10 pesos on a candle. Wait, (laughs) I do uh, a lot more than 10 pesos. How do you make sure you don't burn your house down? Well... (laughs) It's part of the thrill. That's part of the fun. <laughs> okay. Sometimes I'll All leave right. a candle burning, and right before to go to bed, I go, oh, you got to go put it out. Yep, I get that. Um, that was always a conflict for us during Hanukkah is you don't want to blow the candles out, but you also don't want to burn your house down. So mm. what do you do? Yeah, what Electric? do you do? I think you blow them out. <laughs> or, you, or you put like a big tinfoil moat around it. And mm. Do you know that um, Christmas also has a like four week long candle lighting ceremony thing. You back off. I'm just telling you, you like back your <laughs> Christian <laughs> ass off. Christmas it, it also is, has like a big candle lighting it's thing. It's like the entire month. Honestly, it's kind of a build up. It's called Advent. We you know, you know calendars. what? You know what? You're, you light it every Sunday leading up to Christmas. Your religion does have a candle lighting ceremony because y'all got our testament too. So you best represent my holiday. Hanukkah's your your shit too. Yeah, That's we right. don't we don't really we really don't talk about it that much. I did learn <laughs> I it. I did it growing up. Yeah, no, I learned. Um, you did, I did it? it every yeah every year. Did you we'd, get a gift? We'd light Advent candles. Advent That's a big deal. candles. What? That's what they're called. Yeah, what the fuck's Advent. We, Advent is what the fuck is Advent? It's just like Hanukkah, but it's not. I know Advent calendars. Is Advent a holiday? Yeah, Advent is the lead up to Christmas. Yeah, That's got all not the little thing. cute little doors it's where a, you find it's not cute a open doors per se, chocolate. but it's like a a, a, mm. a time of year in the church calendar. We should have a Try Guys Advent calendar. That would be so <sighs> fun because you open little doors and there's like little stuff. There's either like candy or like things, but we can make it just sexy pictures of us. Oh no 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 no! This is bad. Oh, no. this no. is good. Once no, again, Advent calendars are becoming secular. It's once true. again, really? we have to do this. Next year. <laughs> yes, I know it'll be next year. <laughs> we already missed the first couple yeah. days. And every time chocolates. Every time you open up mine, I go, it's not Christmas yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, this is probably one of the last chances that you have to get some tryguys.com swag before Christmas. Yeah. What do we I got, mean, Ned? Well, we got these really cool super suit color block hoodies. They're black with four bright colors on the outside. If that doesn't fit your cup of tea, we got mugs <laughs> for your cup of tea. Hey. No, those are those are older, but we have these brand new uh, navy blue with tiny little dino prints. It's That's cute. my favorite. Super fresh. Uh, we got signed books. It's a perfect stocking stuffy. Uh, we got <laughs> we got a lot of great stuff. The hot sauce should be back this weekend. Yeah, hot oh, yeah. sauce sold out in like. 
24 hours. Yeah, so Maybe you like t shirts. Maybe you like socks. Anything you're There's all heart. sorts of good stuff. Yeah, tryguys.com. Tryguys.com. That feels like the an episode. Mm. I don't trust when people have a lot of candles. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm like a witch? No, I like witches. But... What about in the bedroom? How many candles no. is too many candles? I think mm. more. But More than like, like three expensive ones in a house ooh, is too much. You gotta you get those, Hanukkah. You gotta Some people put it like in every, no, like those Yankee candles. People like put them not in every Yankee, room. Not Yankee. But there's a subsect of people who are like obsessed <laughs> with candles. They put like a significant budget towards candles. It's like mm. people who have like 20 decorative pillows. Oh, yeah. I don't trust it. I don't like that. They're putting ooh, their energies in my places. significant other. <laughs> people, who, people who buy lots of bath products. Excuse you. You're it's really? a little bit. It's a <laughs> little team, bit. You're like just widening. Because there's wow. yeah. Because I think people who wear socks. <laughs> I think there's a. I went, went from me imagining someone with fifty candles in their house to like basically everyone. I don't know. I find it. I find it a bit gaudy. I think oh, yeah. there's a certain level for comfort, like a bath, and then there's mm. just exorbitant excess, which is like the bombs yeah. and so the washers. Anyone with red lush? shoes. You don't like lush. No, no, no. You're basically just soaking yourself in weird chemical. I realize litter. that most of Miles' advice is stuff that like 20 year old girls learn, <laughs> which is like have yeah. a loofah, take a bath, yeah. have candles. Like yeah. it's like very like. Oh, yeah. It's wisdom. Yeah, it's yeah. smart. That's what I'm and getting now. Did you learn smart. these from your girlfriend, Rebecca? Excuse you, but yeah, no. I got a laugh from Will in the background. I'm feeling good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, candles are good. I get those big motherfuckers with the two wicks, and oh, I get it from Target. And also, well, here's my main that thing. It started it, as man. just a bathroom thing because if you don't have like stuff for smell, like get rid of yeah. the fart. It's smell, good in a bathroom smell, for poo. I, every time I go to a bathroom and there's not that stuff, I'm like, this is like. I'm jumping out of a plane without a parachute here. And people are going to come in and know I pooped. Yeah. I Okay. I'm going to leave you guys with this. This is Keith's post-poop etiquette. <laughs> How to make the room totally rid of your smell. Yeah. Now, before you poop, I want you to light the candle. Yes. Before you poop. Now, mm -hmm. when you're done, you're going to blow out that candle. Mm -hmm. You're going to pick that candle up and you're going to move it across <laughs> the room so that the fresh air will keep the ember of the wick lit. That will get the maximum of the burned candle smell throughout the room, which is like the most intense mm. poop destroying smell. Mm -hmm. You let that waft around. You just like literally stir it in the air and the circular air will keep the ember glowing for like 30 seconds. Wow. And then you put it down and then you relight the candle Yeah. again. So you have filled the room with candle smell. You've then filled the room with smoke and then you are filling the room after that again with candle smell. There's no way your poop is getting through that smell. You should also crack a window if you can. I would like open the window literally all the way up mm -hmm. for the 30 seconds you wash your hands. That will actually do a ton. And then you just close it back to that little crack to look also, like you're being honest. you gotta do the pre-flush. Oh, yeah. Yes. If well, you, if you need are it. gonna sit there for a while, don't let your poop sit too. They call it a courtesy flush for a reason. Get your pre-flush in, get it out of there, and start the cleansing process oh, that Keith just And there's also the poopery thing. But if you don't have poopery, which is what you spray in the toilet before you poop, yeah. you can spray any of the air fresheners that you buy mm -hmm. onto the toilet water. It will do the exact same thing. Yes. You can just do that with Febreze. Like, you don't have to have a specific... 
thing. It will all be oil-based and float mm-hmm. on top of the water. About that. And when you're done, soak a rag in vodka, light it on fire, <laughs> Throw dispose it. it in the corner, <laughs> burn that whole motherfucker down. Yeah, yeah. And, and just vomit right at the door frame. <laughs> <laughs> Give a worse uh, uh, smell. Keith, I'm sorry that I, I left a huge dump in the toilet. I was at Jeff Dunham's puppet show <laughs> and yeah. I just was really blocked up. <gasps> Guys, I had the craziest dream. <laughs> Ned well, took a dump in my toilet. Let's end there. This yeah. has been the Tripod. Keith, hit us with the official Tripod theme song. Well, you gotta listen to a podcast <laughs> now and then. And why not this one? <laughs> the Tripod. <laughs> Until next time, stay beautiful. And a round of applause for Zach making Keith's 30 under 30 hey! list. Yay! Unremarkable! <laughs> <laughs>